Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about finding the inner strength and the courage to start that new business, create that new project, to leave that toxic relationship, whatever it is that you've been needing courage and strength to do the thing already, you know, the thing that you've had this nudging in your heart that the universe has been gently guiding you to do, but you haven't done because you've been too afraid to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah, I might be calling you out, but I've also been in your same shoes. I've been where you stand right now. I've been nudged to do things and I ignored the universe. And what I can tell you sitting where I sit now is that anytime you ignore the universe, the universe doesn't stop nudging you. It just becomes, instead of gentle nudges, like slaps on the back and ripping the carpet out from under your feet to get your attention. So there may be some things in your life that you know you need to do. And this can range from anything. Again, it could be something that you need courage for, like starting a business or leaving a toxic relationship. It could be something that you just need some motivation for, like writing that book or maybe creating that project that you were working on. Whatever it is, we all have different things that we are sent here to do and we all have different missions. What we all have in common, though, is that we sometimes allow the grind of daily life to distract us, or we allow those pesky limiting beliefs to come in and tell us that we're not really capable or deserving of doing or having the things that we want. Or we also lack the courage. And really, fear, that's just our ego. Our ego being a complete jerk telling us that if we try it, we're gonna fail. When the truth is, there really isn't a thing as failing. Failing again means first attempt in learning. So all it really means is it didn't work that way. How about if I try it a new way? And we've all been there, trust me. There have been lots of things that I attempted and the first time it didn't work. So I had to take it and retweak it. And then the second time it did work. So what does that tell us? It tells us that mistakes are actually pretty valuable because they're teaching us lessons. So if you try to do this big thing you've been thinking about doing and you don't succeed at first, what's the saying? Yeah, I didn't have to remind you, right? Try, try again. Well, there's some truth in that. The universe is not putting this on your heart for you to just ignore it. So I wanted to talk to you today about what to do when you know that you're feeling this nudge. It might be a gentle nudge. The universe might be pushing you out into traffic. But whenever you're feeling this pull from the universe to do whatever the thing is that you're supposed to be doing, but you keep ignoring it, how do you find the courage and the strength to move past all those limiting beliefs, all the fears, all the doubts, all the worries to actually take some action towards your goals. I'm going to talk to you about me because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. 
I'm kidding. I'm going to talk to you about my own story because I think that you can probably learn some things here. I felt this nudge that I was supposed to start this program for kids, this Mindfulness Matters program. And my first initial thought about it was I didn't know where it was going to go or what I was going to do with it. I just knew I was supposed to do it. I can't tell you any other thing except that I just kept getting these ideas. Mostly it was when I would lay down and try to go to sleep at night. And that to me is when I know something is truly from the divine. Because for some reason, my guides and anyone who's working with me, they tend to want to give me ideas when I'm trying to go to sleep. I guess that's when I'm the most receptive. It's really annoying. And if they're listening to me right now, you can give me my ideas during the day or at some time when I have time to write them down. It doesn't have to be at two o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to go to sleep. Just kidding. But you get the idea. When I lay down and my mind can't stop, I know it's something that I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Or I wake up from a dream. I'm like, wow, that was just a vivid dream. I really need to write that down. It's because that I know these ideas were being divinely planted within me. So I had this idea that really what do kids need? They need more mindfulness practice because kids have been so exposed to trauma. And most people, when they think, oh, well, my child hasn't been exposed to trauma because we have, you know, they have had a normal childhood. You can be a really good parent and your child can still be exposed to trauma. And for me personally, I believe that living through a pandemic and also a presidency in which the country is super divided, that is traumatic. That's trauma. So I believe that all kids are really affected by trauma these days because of what they're seeing happening in the world around us. And the more I started reading about this and with what was happening with my own kids, I was realizing, you know what, we have to do something because I was seeing it in my classroom, behaviors just being out of control. And I knew there had to be a reason. So the more I started doing some research on trauma and children and behavior and learning, it's all connected, right? It's so connected. When children are exposed to trauma, it changes the way their brain functions. So that changes the way they behave to stimulus. And so it causes overreactions in the classroom. And it also is making it harder for them to learn. So some kids develop learning disabilities because of the trauma they've been exposed to and because of how their brain processes it. So trauma, PTSD, all of that, it's affecting the way that kids are functioning today. And so, you know, we have all these people who are saying, oh, the millennials are so fragile. And I hate when we pick on a certain group of people. I mean, that's just not fair, first of all. But secondly, I don't think it's that people are fragile. I think it's that they've been raised differently and been exposed to different things and have had to deal with things that other generations haven't. And yes, you could say that throughout history, there have been other generations who've had to go through wars and same thing, they've been exposed to trauma. 
So I knew I had this idea that I had to do something with. And at first I didn't know what to do with it. So I just started creating it, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to create this. We'll just see where this goes. And then I got the idea. You need to talk to the school about it. You need to contact someone with the school. So I was talking to someone from the school that I used to work with and she loved it and really wanted to try to start implementing this. And it was so exciting. Well, then I ended up getting a different job. So I was still hearing, you need to do this through the schools. Like, this is still a school thing. So I went to my new school and I talked to them about it. And the principal was excited, but then basically passed me off to somebody else. And then that person never got back to me and was like, yeah, we might use this, but has never gotten back to me. So you might be thinking like, well, you did all of this and then nothing. I know that there is something to this program and there's something being lined up and I wasn't given this thing to put out there for no one to use. And I knew after talking to some people who were like, oh, you know, my kids could use that. Could we do this at home? It's like, yeah. Someone said, you need to just self-publish. So I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause it can make it available to anyone. So it's taken on different forms, you know? It's like that first attempt in learning. Okay, it didn't work this way. Let's try it that way. But I didn't scrap the idea or kill it because I know that there's a reason the universe gave me that idea. And in the same way, whatever it is that you're feeling a gentle nudge to do, or maybe a not-so-gentle nudge, the universe is placing this in your heart for a reason. You know, for some people, it's getting the courage to leave a relationship and it could be a family relationship or it could be a romantic relationship where they know their boundaries are constantly being crossed and they know they're being made to feel less than what they deserve. And I've been there too. My first marriage, I left that marriage with the lowest self-esteem you could possibly have. And I didn't know if I would ever recover from that, to be quite honest with you. And if you read my book, Beautifully Broken, I talk all about how there were days that I didn't even want to wake up. And that's a horrible feeling. And I just sort of went into this mode where I felt like a zombie. And my family said, you were like a zombie. You were there, but you were not there. And I felt that way. I felt disconnected from my body. I would go and sit at my mom's and everyone would take a baby, right? And they would go and play with the babies and change them. And they might talk to me, but I basically just sat in the chair and kind of stared off into space. I mean, I remember doing that. Not laughing and having fun like everyone else was, but just being there. Like, I'm just here. And I realized, and I talk about this in my book in detail, that I disassociated myself because when my ex would call me names or make me feel bad about myself, if I didn't feel anything, then I couldn't feel the insults and the whatevers. But the problem with doing that is I also missed out on all of the good stuff too. And I never thought that I could walk away from that 
there were so many times I tried. There were times I tried to walk away and he broke my phone or hit me or and I couldn't get out, like unplugged every phone in the house, took the kids, took my keys. I didn't think that I could actually get away. And when I finally got the courage and the strength to get away, it was such a different world. I can't even tell you. I'm not telling you that my self-esteem immediately skyrocketed and went back up again. It didn't. It took time to heal and to rebuild that. But it was such a difference. It was so nice to be in my own home and to not feel like somebody else had control of everything I did. Or that one little thing that somebody said could make me crumble. Once I learned, and it it didn't happen right after I left my husband. It happened, it took a few years because he still tried to manipulate me and use the kids to keep control. But once I really got it through my head that you don't need this BS anymore. Like, you owe him nothing, not a thing. And once I finally got that through my head, it didn't matter what he said anymore because I didn't care. I didn't care. And that's when I could start working on myself. So if you're in a situation where you're in a toxic relationship and the universe is telling you, look, you got to get away, it might not be easy but you can do it. You can absolutely do it. So whatever it is, whether it's leaving that, maybe it's writing a book, maybe it's starting your own business, maybe it's changing careers, going back to school, whatever this this urge is that you have, that the universe is giving you signs and saying, you've got to do this. I'm going to talk about how to get past the fear and how to get past your ego and how to make a plan to really start putting things into action. So the very, very first thing that you have to do is you have to work on your self-esteem because you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you're going to fail immediately because if you don't believe in you, do you think other people will believe in you either? It's kind of like you feel like a fraud, but you absolutely should believe in yourself and you absolutely have everything you need right now. So one of the quickest and easiest ways for you to work on your self-esteem is by doing affirmations every day. And there's the saying, you have to fake it till you make it. And yeah, I mean, it's somewhat true, but I really think when you start doing these affirmations, that you really should try to believe what you're saying to yourself. So find affirmations. I love going to Pinterest because usually there are lots of affirmations you can find and you can create a board and you can create a board for every type of affirmation, whether it's money, self-love, whatever, you can create a board for it and then collect your pins. But I think one of the things you need to do is to really believe in yourself. And so start saying things like, everything is possible for me right now. What I want is already here or on its way to me. I am ready for a loving and healthy relationship. I show up in my life fully and completely. So work on those affirmations. 
And then do some tappings, those emotional freedom technique, EFT tappings. They have them for fear and for believing in yourself. And they really work. For me, they do. I mean, maybe they don't work for some people, but for me and for everyone I've talked to, they work. And I really, truly think that they're helpful. And you can take five minutes to do it or 10 at the most. And I used to do it in my car on the way to work. And I didn't care what people thought when they pulled up next to me and I'm tapping on the top of my head. Who cares? I felt better by the time it was done. So tapping is a really, really good resource for you. The other thing you need to do is to set goals. So what do you want to achieve? And they should be attainable goals. So the goal shouldn't be, I'm going to have $100,000 by Monday. You know, nothing like that. Set small goals that you know you can achieve. And the reason that you set them small is because when you achieve them, what happens? You go, hey, I did it. Look at me. I'm awesome. I do have what it takes. And then you start celebrating. And then that raises that self-esteem. And then your self-confidence goes up. And then you can start achieving more and more goals. So if you're wanting to go back to school, maybe your goal is tomorrow I'm going to search for the right college. I'm going to find the right program. And maybe next week I'm going to find financial aid. And maybe the next week, you know, you just set small things. If you're writing a book, I'm going to write chapter one tomorrow. Then the next day, I'm going to start on proofing chapter one or whatever. So set your small goals. Whatever it takes. If you're in a toxic relationship, maybe it's, I'm going to call around for lawyers today to see what it's going to take. Or I'm going to start setting aside a little bit of money today and each day or every week or every paycheck so that I can afford a lawyer. Set attainable goals. And then surround yourself with people who are like cheerleaders for you. You need to be around positive people who lift you up. Because if you have a goal and you come to your family member or your friend and you're like, hey, I have this idea, and you tell them, and they're like, that's stupid. Like, are you really going to stick with your goal? No, you're going to shrink back and not want to do it. So surround yourself with positive people. And you don't have to tell them everything you're doing. Just tell them that you're working on yourself and you're creating a better life. And hopefully you're around people who will cheer you on. And if not, find your people. There are a lot of great Facebook groups out there. There's single moms groups. There's mom entrepreneur groups. There are groups for people trying to find love. There's every kind of group out there you can think of. So find the group that fits you and what you're going through and really contribute to that group. And when you read other people's posts, then you're like, oh, wow, I'm not alone. This is awesome. And then get moving, okay? Just do it. Just do the thing already. You have to get past the ego. Sometimes that takes more work. You know, getting through limiting beliefs takes some work. It takes, for me, it took going through a spiritual boot camp where I did meditations, I did affirmations, I did tappings, I did all of that. And then I also had a past life regression. So I did a lot of inner work. 
And you can do that too. And I know most of you are already doing that anyway, because if you're listening to my podcast, you're really interested in improving yourself. So you're probably already doing these things. So great. Keep doing it. Maybe it's worth having a coaching session or doing a past life regression. Because sometimes these limiting beliefs are things we carry with us from generation to generation, you know, from lifetime to lifetime. And it makes sense. You know, it makes sense that we go through the problems we do because we're like, oh, yeah, I did that in the last life. I I never worked on that. So it's a good thing because it can sometimes bring up things we need to fix. And I think that doing meditations and tappings to get rid of limiting beliefs are great. So one thing you might have to do is identify where you have your limiting beliefs. And if you're like, oh my gosh, this is so much work. Well, I did all of this work for you. I created my self-love course, the You Are Lovable course, and it's all about how to build your self-esteem and self-love, and it's still available on my website. You can go and purchase it today and start working on it. Or you can also purchase my Love Your Life course, which used to be a purposeful pilgrimage. But it's the same kind of thing. It helps you to get rid of the limiting beliefs. It helps you to build your self-esteem and self-confidence. Both of those courses are still available on my website, and they are self-guided, so you can do them as fast or as slow as you want. And I've had some people who do the program and then they do it again. And that's great. Whatever you need. You know, sometimes it takes more time to heal those deep wounds and that's okay. There's no time limit. Your dreams do not expire. So do the work on yourself. Get rid of the limiting beliefs. But first you have to figure out what they are. If you have limiting beliefs surrounding money, like you think you have to work hard for money or money is hard to come by, You've got to take care of that. And you can do that through affirmations, through meditations, through tappings, all of those things. And I would highly, highly suggest starting your morning with prayer, affirmations, and a meditation. I mean, that really, really does help. So once you've identified all of that, once you've worked on yourself, then it's time to get moving. And this is where it can be exciting and I know a little scary, but you have to remember that if you're willing to do your part, the universe is willing to meet you. The universe is willing to meet you halfway and to work on things behind the scenes on your behalf. You have to have faith and you have to believe and you can do it. You can call on certain angels to come in and help you. Archangel Ariel is really good about coming in to get rid of blockages. So if you're having money blockages, you can call on Archangel Ariel. Or any kind of limiting belief, really, Archangel Ariel is the one I would call on and work with. You can also call on Archangel Azrael to transmute any of those fear-based thought patterns that you have and help you to turn them into positive thinking. But remember, minding your mind is so important because once we let that negative thought process start, it's hard to stop and reverse, but you can do it. So it's easier if you actually pay attention to what you're thinking and try to control that a little better. 
We can call on Archangel Michael to give us courage to take that first step. And for protection, if you're in a toxic relationship and you feel scared, call on Archangel Michael to protect you. There are so many things we can do. Archangel Uriel can help us to heal the deep inner wounding that we feel from childhood. And really, when we go and do all of these things, honestly, it really does trigger healing. You may not realize that, but when you decide that, hey, I'm going to change careers and I'm going to go and do all of this, it triggers the inner wounding that you have. And you end up healing it because you have to heal it in order to find the strength and the courage to actually go for your dreams. And it's really kind of an awesome process. You may not feel like it when you're going through it because as people tell me like, well, I'm going through the dark night of the soul. It feels horrible. I get that. But on the other side, it's going to feel great because you'll realize, wow, not only did I heal myself, I'm healing future generations of my family. I'm healing old DNA from my family. And that's an amazing feeling too. So remember, believe in yourself. Work on that self-esteem and self-confidence. Eliminate any limiting beliefs you have. And you may need to sit with yourself and journal to figure out what limiting beliefs you have. What are the negative thoughts that constantly come to me when I think about doing the thing that I really want to do the most? What comes up? Start healing those, those negative limiting beliefs. Set small achievable goals that when you check off your list, you go, I did it. This is amazing. I can do anything. Surround yourself with your soul tribe, positive people who will be your cheerleaders. Prepare, set time aside to do all of the work and then do it. Do the thing already. You have everything you need right now to be successful. You really do. All right. Well, I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you. I normally pull one, but two came out. And I pulled cards from my Goddess Guidance Oracle deck. And if you have not joined us on a Facebook Live on Monday night yet, what are you waiting for? We have so much fun. You need to get your rear end there. Grab your favorite beverage and join us on Mondays at 6.30 Central from my Facebook page because lots of people show up. We have amazing messages. And when you show up for the live and you're there during the live, if you want a card, I will pull a personal card for you. So be there. And if you can't be there live, at least watch the replay because there are some beautiful messages that come out. And if someone else gets a message and you think, wow, that really resonates with me, it's because it was probably for you too. The universe has a really um, imaginative and creative way of getting messages to us. All right, your first card that came out is Ostera, and it's fertility. It's the perfect time for you to start new projects, access new ideas, and give birth to new conditions. How about that? Talk about synchronicity. And then you have Mawu and it's Mother Earth. You are called upon to help with environmentalism. So part of that, you know, people think of environmentalism. They think you have to be out there saving every tree and hugging every tree. And that's not what it means. You can be helping the environment by recycling, by planting a garden, by going and volunteering to help 
in the community by cleaning up parks and whatever. There are a lot of ways to help with this. So in what ways do you think you can contribute to helping with Mother Earth? I love the idea, too, of planting flowers and beautiful things all around. I think that's so... It makes the world more beautiful, and it also helps Mother Earth. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening and leave me some stars on iTunes. Share it with anyone you think might be interested. And if you ever want to know more about a certain topic, you can always shoot me an email or send me a message. I've had people do that before, and I don't mind it at all. Uh, I'd love to know what you're interested in knowing more about and you know more about who you are as my listeners. I love getting to know you, so feel free to contact me anytime. Also, don't forget, follow me on social media so that you can be there for my live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook. You can watch my videos on Instagram and IGTV, and you can listen to my meditations and tappings that are free on my YouTube channel. If you want to work with me, I do online one-on-one coaching and past life regression. I do readings, and I also do Reiki sessions, and you can purchase a session online at melissaoatman.com. And when you want to schedule, you just contact me and we will pick a schedule that works for you. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day today from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.